Now, for the greatest investigative journalism the world has ever seen. On Sin 90.7, this is Three Corners. Coming up on tonight's show... What you need to know for the upcoming Victorian state election. Explosive Ronaldo interview leaves club in shambles and Bob Dylan's love letters sold for over $1 million. You're listening to Three Corners on Sin. That's right. This is uh, Dominic and Vincent here on Three Corners. And tonight, we've got some big stories, don't we, Dom? It's, a, it's an explosive night, as always. Indeed. Vince, for uh, news. And, and, and journalism. Cu- and current events. Oh, indeed. You know us doing doing, doing so much research into these <laughs> topics every week. And none other uh, has sort of um, been as big as I think what we're going to be talking about tonight, which is the state election. Mm, um, indeed. After four years of of um, of a lot of uh, being in the public eye for Daniel Andrews mm-hmm. um, under COVID and whatnot, uh, it comes down to uh, this coming Saturday as to uh, whether or not the public are, uh, were happy with his job or if it's time for someone new. Indeed. have You you haven't voted yet, have you, Dom? You? I early voted, yes. You did? Yes. I haven't. I yeah. enrolled and I just haven't got around to it. I, I, I need to. Well, I mean, you can do it on the day, though. That's kind of what the point of voting yeah, is. Yeah, but I could early vote, too. Is it this Saturday? This Saturday is, yeah, when the polls close. Sick. And I don't think, yeah, like, I think that you, that you can just rock up and do it. You I will, do I anything, will. Even if you... Do like an early vote, like you can just rock up and do it. Well, I enrolled to vote because when the federal election was on, I enrolled to vote back, back in South Gippsland. So I had, I had to do one of those funky, like, out of uh, what's it called when you absentee votes or mm. you know I wasn't in oh, the yes, place yes, of yes. yes. So, yeah. so that was interesting. Did take a bit longer because I had to join another queue and all this stuff. But to, this time I'm enrolled to vote in the air. I just, I just haven't really been paying enough attention. And I'm not quite sure as to what to do about the voting situation because yeah. I don't really know anyone. I need they to... don't really teach you that in school, don't they? I mean, probably because it's political, it's a little hard for them to be like, well, you know. Well, you know, they teach like politics in school, so I don't know why they, they do. can't teach you how to vote. I mean, they, teach, they should teach us how to vote, but then also, yeah, it gets a bit convoluted because mm. they're not supposed to have perhaps, any perhaps. preconceived, which is impossible because all people have preconceived notions in terms of political situations yeah. and who to vote for. Yeah. But hey, I'm not going to be in the country um, during the state election, hence why I oh, of course. voted. I'm of course. Leaving. I'm off to Europe. Yeah. And what I wanted to do, mm. um, to which my our family and my friends said no, uh, I wanted to go because I'm going to be in England when, mm. when the state election is on, on the Saturday. I'm going to be uh, in the UK. Yeah. I wanted to go to the Australian embassy in England, in the United Kingdom. And vote. And vote there. Is that a possible... You can do that. If you live, if you live, if you are an Australian citizen and you're outside of the, outside of the country for where, you know, there's there's an election, you can go to the embassy in yeah. that country and, you know, they'll do a ballot for you. You should. Well, apparently it it's 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 long and convoluted and of and, course like all things and, to do with embassies and, and really annoying to do, um, but it would have been epic, <laughs> and that's why I want to do it. I would have wasted half of my day in a country where you know I'm a visitor to. I would have wasted half of my day at at the Australian embassy. Well, you know, it's all for the experience. But I found like early voting is almost easier because you get over and done with, and then you don't have to queue up. Yeah, there's that as well. And you don't have to do all the, you know, the waiting around and the... Um, you know when um, they have to... Um, 
oh, what is it when you queue up? Well, you know when you queue up and they get all the people coming in, mm. and they're like, uh, they're like, oh, I don't know, people from the different parties spruiking their flyers, oh, and you're like, just oh, like, oh, come those on, those people that you know try and shove the ballots in your face mm. and say, hey, hey, this is the this is the order that you should vote in. You know, vote for this party, vote for vote for this or not. I'm sorry. I, look, if you're a person out there doing your job and you feel that uh, devoted to your to your party leaders or you know yeah. your, your seat holders or whatever, do your own thing. That's fine. I don't understand how someone can be so 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 connected with their party that they have to go out there and you know try and sell it to other people. Mm. It's just if I've come to vote, obviously I know what I want to do. I ha- I haven't rocked up to the polling booth, not sure what I want to do, and thus I need someone to give me. The flyers, right? I've obviously rocked up knowing, wh- you know, who I'm going to put the number one box in. And I'll be honest, you giving me a flyer just before I walk in is not going to change my opinion no, on not. whatever I'm going to no. vote for. I'm in sorry, fact, boss. It'll probably change in the contrary because I yes, because it's, it's annoying. It is. It's yes. like, look, you know, I, I there's only so much brain space I have, mm. and um. I can't be giving it away to randos. Exactly, handing me out have flights. To memorize your order of numbers and then no. have to memorize it. You know, like everyone else's as well. No, thank you. Sir. No, thank you. I mean, you know, and it, it, if that's if that's what you're doing, and that's how you, you know, you 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 get you feel purposeful mm. in the world, then good on you. But uh, fair enough. <laughs> but look, state election. Mm. Uh, Daniel Andrews of the, of the Labor Party. Big Math- Danny boy. He's Math- a bit of a. Matthew Guy of the Liberal Party. <laughs> Apparently, the the you seen all the signs. The Matthew Guy, the Liberal tax cuts, the the tax cuts guy. You know what? After the pain that was the federal, oh, you know, there's a hole in your budget. Election, yeah, you know, you know, this year with the advertising, I've tried to avoid all advertising honestly. for the state election because it's just so long. I, yeah. I, I, I honestly, I I'm electioned out, and the fact that we've had to have two in one year, I cannot wait for the three year gap until we have our next election well it's like the classic it won't be easy under Albanese oh, oh my gosh what the f- oh, just, no. Jesus Christ man just I get what they're trying to do they're trying to make a little jingle you know, it's they're a trying scare to make campaign it easy, you yeah. know so people you know sort of like memorise it and it works for them in the booths you know so so that when they're voting they say oh it's not going to be easy under Albanese right mm. But it just worked to the opposite effect because it, it just got p- in. <laughs> it just pisses everyone off, and nobody likes the liberals because they made those flaming jingles. That's the problem. Yeah. See, liberals, if you wanted to win that, don't make the <laughs> stupid song. All you had to do was say, "Ah, uh, she'll be right," and imagine, everyone will get the vote. Imagine if the Liberal Party was like, you know, Albanese is a good bloke, and then the Labor Party were like, you know, uh, I don't even know who was running. Who was running against Albo? It was. It was. Uh, Scomo, Scomo, Scomo yes. was running, Scomo. wasn't he? He was, um, you know. And then, and then Labor was like, you know, Scomo is a good bloke. Imagine if, imagine if they were just like, you know, imagine if it was civil. Yeah, they they weren't just hacking at each other. Mm. That would be almost utopian level politics. Yes, well, I don't think there's a single political scape in the world that's like that. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I have seen when Obama ran for. Um, when Obama ran for president, mm. and the guy who he was running against was this, oh eight or yeah oh eight oh eight yeah. and um what was his name? Uh exactly I don't remember. Dick Cheney. No, I don't no. think it was Dick Cheney. Okay. No, sorry. All right. <laughs> it wasn't Dick Cheney. 
He was vice, wasn't he? He was vice to... Because um, there's a good movie. Yeah, he was vice to Bush, I believe. He was, but theoretically Bush was... They, they, they speculate that Bush was just the puppet and this guy was the proper... That movie's pretty good, actually. I really like that Vice, movie. yeah. Yeah. It's got um, Christian Bale in it, who uh, fattened up a bit for it. <laughs> he did, he did. And it, I I mean, I watched it a while ago, but yeah, it's it, that's a, that is a classic. But anyhow, the um, Obama was not... I mean, obviously, they put each other down a bit, but the, the Republican leader was not putting Obama down... Mm unnecessarily and Obama wasn't putting like the Dems weren't putting the Republicans down unnecessarily that seems healthy that seems good well you know let's go back to that it's a bit of a contrast to uh, yeah to you know the state of things now but what can you do really I mean you can try and bring back that yeah and how do you think we should do (laughs) anything we should do that Uh, just be nice to each other yeah let's get rid of contact sport you think that'll solve? Yeah, because that'll solve because the issues. contact sport m- makes people angry with each other. You know, they want to hurt people. Mm. They want to, you know, tackle and hurt people. I'm not about that life. Sorry, boss. <laughs> Remove contact sport, and then everyone will be nice to each other, and then politicians will be nice to each other. Well, you could remove contact sport, or you could work out how to control your aggression and and channel it into a more uh, positive. Stream, yeah, perhaps politicians could do that as well. They need to. No, and look, I mean, I don't know. Do they have? I, I wonder if politicians. Uh, they would have coaches. They'd have to have like a. Yeah, some kind of PR people that. Yeah. Make sure they say the right thing. Yeah, probably. Flaming PR. I think is yeah. Look, social media probably hasn't helped before. Before you know, when you were talking about mm. Obama and. You know, whoever the other bloke was. That was that completely was sort of pre different. sort of social media. Of course. So, so the only sort of channel they had to to get their message out was through you know TVs and radio and stuff. Isn't now, it? Mm. now everyone's got access to social media and they can see everything. You know, there's always going to be more negative sides of people that you see because you know people obviously want clicks. You know, they want to get the attention. Say, oh, you know, this guy did did something evil. Let's mm. let's let's hound him for it. It's always going to be negative. It's a bit of a dog eat dog world. I reckon mm. that's a, 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 that's the society we live in. It right? is. That's, that's the kind of insight you get on three corners. That's that the, is. Yeah, it's just the sad state of society. Anyway, but hey, to finish off, uh, who's going to win this state election? I don't know. What's I'll your past? What's my po- look? Because who who are the candidates we've got? There's. Andrews, obviously, and Guy, and that's really it. Uh, there are other candidates, yeah, which I don't know the name. I feel of. like Daniel Andrews is going to stick around. I don't think the liberal tax cuts guy is going to get in. Yeah, just because. I I, yeah, I think I'm with you there. I think the majority. My 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 feel is the majority of um. The majority of Victorians, Victorians. uh thought he I mean it, we handled the COVID crisis pretty tough mm. um, but I reckon they my guess is that that we, we did a good job and I feel like he's seen as the guy who mm. kind of spearheaded that that campaign and, and, and you know there are a lot of people who are angry about that 
and you know fair enough you know i'm sure sure, you know you're entitled to your anger Mm. but yeah i don't know i from what i can tell i think think, yeah i think i agree with you yeah Yeah. i think he's back in and uh i think it didn't help that the the liberals put up a man who lost the election last time Mm. did you hear about that yeah matt guy lost the election in 2018 and so they put up some other bloke michael o'brien and then he got sacked, and they brought back Matt Guy for this election. Who was the bloke who had the car accident? Oh, that was um. No, that was a that was a federal. No, no, that was Victoria. That was state. Uh, Tim Smith, but you know he's 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 gone. Well, yeah, obviously yeah, he's not there anymore. So he lost. I didn't even know because I wasn't paying attention in 2018 to the state election. Yeah, so it was Matt Guy who lost against Daniel Andrews. Yeah, and this year it's going to be Matt Guy who is up against Daniel Andrews after losing last time. To Daniel Andrews. To Daniel Andrews. So, you Except know what? A lot's happened since 2018. They don't learn anything, but... Uh, well, yeah. Look, it is what society, it is. That's a society that we live in. It is. And, hey, look, you know, what can you do? You can vote. Indeed. Make sure you vote. But you really have no choice, but... Yeah, you know, that's true. You are... Otherwise, you get fined $10. Actually... <laughs> Ten dollars isn't that bad. If you really don't want to vote, you can just pay ten dollars. No, if you really don't want to vote, rock up. Actually, you probably end up paying ten dollars for your train fee. True. So look, just don't vote. Just don't vote. Oh, we probably shouldn't say. Nah, that. nah, nah. <laughs> Either rock up if it's you know sort of cheap for you. Mm. Rock up and draw I don't know penis on your ballot or something. <laughs> and then, and then if oh. if not if not if not just don't go and just. And just you pay the ten dollar fine. Well, you know you can actually um, you just do the donkey. You go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and so you end up voting for the top one. But you know that that works. Well, that's just silly. People do it though. Yeah. Or they put zero. That's funny. Oh, zero. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just put zero in in every single box. Yeah. Yeah. That's just to show your 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 dismay to all of the candidacies. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um. Yeah, well, I suppose we'd move on, Dom, I reckon. Let's. Coming up on Three Corners. We're going to talk about Ronaldo's explosive interview. interview, mm. Absolutely railing Manchester United. Absolutely. That's going to be coming up after the break. You're listening to Three Corners here on Sin 90.7. And we all know uh, the football player, soccer player, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the most followed players social media mm. in the world. He's got half a billion followers. Half, that's 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 a lot of people. It's what, one-sixteenth of the world's population, is. which is well, messed up. Eight billion, yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's a lot of people. One in 16 people follow him, including mm. me. I follow him. I do too. Yep, so... Look, there you go. As we can see from this sample size, two in two people follow him. <laughs> Every person follows him, obviously. Mm, mm, mm. But he uh, recently went on uh, Piers Morgan's show. He um, did. And he made some revelations about uh, his current status as a football player, mm. um, his current feelings towards his uh, his club in the Premier League, uh-huh. Manchester United. Um, and also just some um, some things to look forward to, hopefully, uh, with... With the World Cup that's now underway in mm, Qatar. Mm. So, um, Vince, you're an avid soccer player mm, mm. and avid soccer fan yourself. Yes. Um, what sort of came out of this interview that uh, you know really sort of uh, stood out to you? Well, look, I'll be honest. I think I feel like obviously these these players are elevated to the state of well, you know, they're national icons, mm. heroes. They they. 
um, have a lot of attention put on them. A lot of people care very much about everything, you know, that they're saying, that That's they're right. doing. They're almost, you know, to the state of, well, gods, gods almost, status. you know. It's, it's their top tier. So I personally find it a little bit crazy to think that people care so much about this guy that, you know, like the media just slams mm. every action, you know, I don't know, like these people are just human beings, you know, I mean, I mean, no one's ever going to play soccer like him, um, well, man, that's debatable probably, but he's up there, Yeah, you can argue, I'm sure. Yeah, and so, you know, I think it's just, I can't imagine how hard it would be to be at the top of the game and have everyone's eyes on you while you're, you know, going through life, making all the mistakes and learning all the new things that you need to learn at whatever stage of life you're in. That's understandable. So, you know, it is, it's no easy feat um, at, to have a clean slate, you know, as a, when everything you do in life is under high, mm. you know, it's being just overanalyzed yeah. like you wouldn't 24-7 yeah so and it's like a pretty unnatural state so look and that's fair mm. and you look like I'm not discounting that mm. right? but does that give him the right to snub his club well I think uh, from what I've been seeing on all the comment sections on all of his interview snippets and stuff mm. uh, that a lot of the fans are saying that's what they've been saying for the last 20 years mm. and it's just he's come out and said it on Piers Morgan's mm. show mm. and it's not news to the the fans, like the things he's been saying. Yeah. It's it's been. I think it's pretty self-explanatory what you know, someone of his stature has to go through. Mm. It's just when, you know, Ronaldo gets up there and says, "Ah, uh, you know, I'm not getting enough game time," and mm. you know, they you know they don't know how to run a club or something. Well, you got to remember he's like at that god god level. Is he though? Well, is he still there or is he a bit washed? Is he washed plus ratio? <laughs> is he getting it a bit too old you know because he even said himself this will be his last World Cup yeah well I so think... is he still at that level or is United doing the right thing by not playing him because he's you know because he's an old man he's like 40 yeah I think he's probably had enough I reckon as as anyone would at that age and mm. and he's going to have to work out how to create a new identity for himself after football because oh I'm sure he's got things lined up I'm sure he's got well he would have half a billion and... things lined up yeah. but it it does take a massive, you know, mental shift. Yeah, I get that. And look, if he can believe in himself, if he, if he you know, believes in himself that he still has the talent in him, then mm. I don't see why you wouldn't let him play because it's, you know, it's Ronaldo. Wouldn't, wouldn't And obviously, you know, hopefully he's going to make a dent, you know, for, for Portugal in this year's World Cup as well. Well, uh, like, also too, he could get it, he could get, go to another club and just play like lesser f- football for another club like he he, he could play less high yeah, profile football yeah. would that be a down step though I suppose it would be wouldn't maybe it maybe for him but you know who knows with his age like, he probably might have to it's just his price is just astronomical I don't think smaller clubs could afford to do something like that do you know Usain Bolt um, was going to play for the Wanderers he did he he, he played uh was a, a couple, couple of games, games or, yeah, so far. But then and he, he scored as well. He did, but his price he set for the club to pay him for a full season was too high, so they, they sent him yeah, home. That's a shame. But I don't think I think if, if just imagine to have the fastest man on the planet playing for you is the best advertising stunt ever. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. And I yeah, and look, you know, 
he played a couple games and that's when A League was sort of like huge in the news. Yeah. Like, oh my god, you know, you Usain Bolt, Bolt was playing A League chat, yeah, big yeah, yeah. chat. It was like since when? But yeah, then he kind of fell off when he didn't, uh, you know, sort of follow through with it. What mm. if Ronaldo came to the A League? He's like, okay, you know, I'm done. You know, playing for the big sort of, you know, the big sort of leagues. I've, you know, I've lost this World Cup. I've got nothing more to give. I'm just going to play in, you know, the A-League. I'm going to play for Melbourne City. That would be a joke. Could you imagine? That'd be good. What are you talking about? He would just carry a team. Like, he... I don't know. He's... Australian football. He's have getting you, old. Have you watched Australian football? Yeah, it's not exciting. A-League's pretty mid. Yeah, I saw... Uh, United versus uh, Victory when they came to the G. Well, they actually flogged them or? Uh, four, a uh, 4 1. Hmm. So it was. That's a stomping? Yeah. And I came to see, uh, you know, uh, Ronaldo, but he wasn't there. No, it would be too much of a low profile game. Well, see, okay, so that's the thing, right? So he is giving Manchester United all of this crap because, because you know, they're not doing this and, you know, they're not giving him enough time. But he's not putting in the effort to come to all of these sort of like preseason games against victory and you know stuff that they did well, in Perth as well. He doesn't it's, need to because I yeah I get that and I get yeah I know because he's Ronaldo and you know it's Ronaldo Ronaldo whatever. But if you're gonna be a part of the team, do you need to commit hundred percent? Or because you are Cristiano Ronaldo, you can do whatever the hell you want. When was that that he did that? No, sorry, the, the, the I game. I feel like it was mid. Uh, middle of the year, major. He was having his July. kids then. He did because he had twins, and then I think oh, he yes, lost he one of his. Kid, yes. That's why he wasn't there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I take back any statement that I may have said to abuse Mr. Ronaldo. Uh, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. Um, go football World yeah. Cup. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think that's when he was having his kid. But those That's yeah, okay. Yep. All right. Fair enough. But um he uh the the game was it a good game though? Not really. Really. You know it's a bad game when, you know, everyone starts doing like the Mexican wave and stuff. Yeah, it's gonna... a bit boring, you know, in it. Footy um like football sorry. Yeah, foot like AFL. Mm. That like <laughs> What so have you been? You go to the AFL a bit? I would assume. I went to a couple of games this year. Yeah. So, what's the best? Do you have like a memory of the best AFL game you've ever been to? Okay, so we've just gone to AFL now. Well, yes. I'm just thinking because I've been to a few soccer games and I can't remember yeah. any of them being. I'm Exciting. not like. Yeah. You know, I I love soccer and I'll watch it, but it's. It doesn't have that urgency. <laughs> yeah. That AFL does. Um, any good AFL games? Yeah, I went to a couple of decent ones. A lot mm. of the Collingwood ones this year were pretty mm. pretty exciting. So anyone that I went to there was was quite good. I went to Collingwood Carlton, probably mm. the second one, um, where they were like twenty five points behind and they won by a point mm. to kick Carlton out of the finals. Mm. That was a good game. That was very exciting. I also went to the other Carlton Collingwood one. Melbourne Collingwood was was good win there. Yeah, just any Collingwood one was was really exciting. Right, well, I went to this one game, would have been a few years ago mm. now, probably five, and it was Hawthorne Geelong. Ooh. And um, anyhow, it was like 
I think it was like 84 to 81 mm. or 84 to, no, 84 to 82. Mm. And Geelong were up by the two points. Yep. And just as the horn went, siren, the horn, the siren went, mm. This I forget it was, a Hawthorne player marked the ball in the 50 and he was lining up for a goal. And so you can imagine we're winning... Yeah, by yes, two points. Yes. And we're all just... Geelong, that is. Geelong is, yes. yes. And we were buzzing. Like, it was just... We were all like, yeah! Yeah. And then he marks it. And then we all just like, oh, no. And he's lined up right in front of the post. Like, you know, it wouldn't mm. be hard to pop it in. Mm. Neck minute. Lines up. Kicks it. Goes through the point. Post. Oh. Now, I've never screamed that hard oh. in my life. It wow, was... Wow, wow. It was... It was... Incredible! Wow. So that that by far is my That's favorite. That's a defining game. moment there. Yeah. It is. Isn't it funny how we can get so excited about a little leather thing going through some I know. sticks? Think about it. It's, <laughs> it's just a little ball going through some some posts. I know. But it means so much more in the, in the grand scheme. In the of grand, it? yeah. I mean, society. Society. Now, uh, just back on the topic of Ronaldo. Mm. Uh, he's been the goat, or he's been a goat for one of the goats f- for some time. This will be his last World Cup, along with Messi. Mm. They're saying. Did you see the Forbes article with them playing chess? No. So, I believe it was Forbes released. Released. Yeah. Uh, what do they do? Do they do like magazines or something? No, they're like all the. Um, the they do like stuff about money. You know, was it Forbes? Maybe it wasn't Forbes. Messi playing chess. How did they get them to play chess against each other? Uh well, no, like they didn't do it sort of together. They did, you know, two separate shots and then just edited it together. They're dogs. I mean, it's a very good. He, Ronaldo doesn't really look like Ronaldo there. No, it wasn't. Oh my god, it wasn't Forbes. It was a Louis Vuitton campaign. It was a Louis Vuitton ad. Oh, what? I thought it's... I swear, I saw a lot of Forbes there, but look. Oh, Forbes would have made a comment on it. I've got the image right here. Look, yeah. Now, that, that one there. That and is... And they're just there playing chess on a Louis Vuitton uh, suitcase. So, what does this mean? I don't know. But they weren't there together, sort of like in the same room, though. They did, like, separate shots. But, it, but you know, it's kind of epic because you don't really see these two sort of together in the same room often. No, and well, that, well, I mean to be honest, like they weren't in this room together either. But it's uh, well, so so well, Messi as of twenty twenty made ninety eight million dollars mm. pounds, 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 pounds. He's the highest paid footballer of all time, and then Cristiano Ronaldo was ninety one million pounds. Mm. So theoretically, Lionel Messi's the goat, but. That's a, that's a hotly debated topic. Well, we're not here to be having these kind of debates. I don't think you know. Like, like I think, I think everyone is entitled to their own goat. Um, <laughs> no one needs to you know, take sides here. You know, Messi can't got, be taken goats. The grass is always greener. Messi's been great for Barcelona, but then you've got Ronaldo, who's been great for so many different clubs, and he's you know done some work for Portugal. So you can't, you can't. You can't take sides, I don't think, unless you want to take sides. Mm. But I'm not one to take sides. I don't. 
I don't care. No, I think Even it's better being impartial because fine. in the end, it really means absolutely nothing to anyone. That's well, right. Well, it, you know, the world would be... I wonder, I wonder what the world would be like without football. There'd probably be mass... I don't know what people would do, but they reckon... Have you ever heard that conspiracy... I mean, I don't want to spread conspiracy theories. No, no, no. Have you ever heard That's that fine. conspiracy theory where they reckon that like TV and your phones and stuff have just been created to numb the masses so that we don't have a, like an upheaval and so the government can keep control? <laughs> you know what? Now that you say that, that does make some sense, actually. You know what? It does, but it, I mean, it's still a conspiracy theory. Is it? Well, is it? That's three corners for you. <laughs> I think we may need to, you know, change the third segment. I think we need to be talking about: uh, Is the world real, or are we being brainwashed by the government? We should actually have a segment of conspiracy theories. Do you ever wonder if the government know, sort of, actually knows secrets that you don't? Or oh, I am. Has everyone just built this up in their head that oh my god, you know, the government is hiding so much stuff for us? I don't think they're, I think they're hiding stuff. But what if they're not? What but, if they're just like, yeah, it's funny to see all these people, you know, just sort of making up all these stories when in reality we know <laughs> as much as they do, these idiots. <laughs> Imagine that. No, I'm pretty sure, like, there's interviews with Barack Obama and they ask him questions and he obviously can't say. Mm. And he's not even allowed to tell his wife or his kids. So... That's what it makes you want to become... Sort of like a PM or sort of like... If that you is know, your only motive to become a PM... Because I want PM. to know secrets, yeah. <laughs> I don't care about the country. I just want to know, oh, what's going on over in, you know... What's popping with those aliens? What's Area 51 got going yeah. on right, <laughs> right now? I don't, I don't want to make the world a better place. No, that's, no, no, no. That's no. a side quest. <laughs> I want to know, you know, was the moon landing real? Well, I mean, they could have just staged it. They could have. Maybe they had the cameras that were really high tech mm. and, you know, they had like green screens in 1969 and they just held it back for everyone until, you know, they came out later in like 1980, 1990. I wouldn't put it past them. And then like, well, you know, is, is it, what is, uh, are birds are just spies. Birds are just <laughs> cameras in the sky. They're just drones. <laughs> exactly. It's true. It is. And, you know, um, the, we're living in a matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, if someone tunes in now, they're going to be like, what is... Yes, yeah, so this was meant to be a segment about uh, Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> and Manchester United, and here we are talking uh, conspiracy theories. But yeah, yeah. Um, moon landing was fake. It's true. Yep, and... And the world is flat. Maybe I, the world actually is flat, you know. I think it is, even though we've seen it from space, it's flat. Have you seen it from space? With your own eyes, have you seen it from space? I haven't, but, uh, but you there, know... The, the, there we go. So you cannot prove that the Earth is round. Well, have you seen Logan Paul's documentary on why the Earth's flat? Yeah, but he's just taking the piss, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nah, but until you see the curvature of the Earth, mm. you can't. You cannot prove to me that the that the that the Earth is round. You can't. But 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 based on the facts and the science, yes. But they, they could be round. lying. NASA's, but they could be lying. It's NASA true. are just a cesspit of. Untruths, as we know, the moon landing is fake. So obviously, that's that's one that's you know, big untruth. <laughs> we got they're em. hiding stuff from us in we Area got Fifty One. What uh, are they hiding? Obviously, you know they're being so secretive about it. Obviously, they're hiding something. Well, you know, uh, th there was that whole 
situation in which we're all going to turn up at Area 51 yes. because they can't stop us all. Going to raid Area 51. That. And then what happened? Nothing. I think there was like 100 people, max. Yeah. And then and then what did they do? Nothing. They just Yeah, exactly. So they're all liars. They're all scared of this government authoritarian society world buzzword. I thought it was quite funny actually. That, like that was everyone was like that yeah, was everyone the thing. was, was yeah. going to Naruto run the Yeah. It was the, sick. It was okay. It was sort of everyone was on board with that, but uh there wasn't a single person who was like no, that's a silly. Idea. The poor guy who made the Facebook event. Mm. Oh, I can't imagine he would have been stressing because imagine what trouble he would have got in if 40,000 50,000 people had turned up at area 51 well man well no that's not his fault though he didn't he didn't raid it though he just made the facebook of it yeah but that's like saying you know like what say i go and someone tells me to go and uh i don't know you know like oh what i can't think of something to to pair it with exactly because it's such a good claim to be made no but like it's like oh i dropped a nuke it's like well i didn't blow the city up but i was the one who dropped it you know what i'm saying no i'm not you know if you dropped the nuke you're the one who blew it up what if, but then what do you say to the person who told the person to drop the nuke maybe he wasn't told <laughs> he just rocked up after the yeah, facebook yeah. event you know what i feel like dropping a nuke today <laughs> just wake up this morning chose destruction yeah. and just thought yeah well you know yeah anyway. well, maybe you can't connect nukes with area 51 maybe they've got some nukes there mm. uh, yeah you know what? i won't be surprised you know there's all sorts of stuff going on in there yeah Alien which we don't technology. know about mm. look anyway well that's sad that is sad but I, the government's hiding stuff from us but that's they, fine and you um, know ronaldo was on piers morgan so ronaldo was, was on piers morgan as well yep that was good um I find it funny though, just his accent. He's like, "Oh, oh, I tell you this now, Piers. Uh, this is happening, right? Because Piers is is a very um, interesting name. A Spanish accent takes out the I. Has to pronounce it, it as Piers. Yeah. So Piers. Uh, <laughs> so Piers, you know, I, never, I never. talk to you about Manchester United and all the things that they go wrong. And uh, Piers, I need to tell you right now. Uh, they take out the piss. Oh, yeah. Never even considered that. He says piss. He does. So piss. Uh, <laughs> that's good. That's very good. Oh, oh. I like it. Coming up on three corners. Bob Dylan's love letters sold for over a million dollars, Dom. That's, that's going to be something interesting to talk about after the break. Bob Dylan's love letters sold for over one million dollars. We'll be talking about that next, but... First up, you're listening to Three Corners on Sin with Dominic and Vincent. And, you know, it's it's been a show, Dom. It's been a show and we're at the... It's, it's been a show indeed. We're at the pointy end of the show. And, and, you know, who better to talk about than the Nobel Prize winning lyrical yeah. genius... Wait, did he win a Nobel Prize? Yeah, he got a Nobel Prize for literature. Wow. Bob Good Dylan. Good on him. The man himself. Now, Fair enough. Now, he, you know, he's quite well known for his ability to put pen to paper and write some amazing yes, yes. Uh, lyrics. That's and, right. And that, that henceforth, the Nobel Peace Prize. Good, yeah, okay. But there are, there has been just recently mm. letters he wrote to his high school sweetheart, mm. 
that have been sold for over a million dollars, or just about a million Australian dollars. Now, letters. Letters. Are they like love letters? Are they yes. Like, okay. Yeah, apparently they talked about like cars and future, the future of like or what he wants to do and what she wants to do. It was all what he wrote. And did they end up getting together? I don't know, but she's dead, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think. Well, no, hang on. But did she die at like a young age? No, or? she just died twenty twenty, and then uh, the daughter found the letters, and she yes. sold them. Right, and. Right, so instead of keeping them as a nice memory, you know, come oh, on, yeah, you wouldn't, you, know, you wouldn't. If your mum, it's my mum's, you know, boyfriend, you know, yeah, it's Bob Dylan, you know, like may as well you know, keep it as a nice memory, you know, show, you know, oh. some future kids. Now nah, I'm gonna make a bag out of this. I would, ma- if you can make a million dollars off some bits of paper. No, nah, but then there's tax as well. You have to pay tax on that, and you you're can- only gonna get a hundred thousand out of it. They're not gonna take nine hundred thousand. You don't know about that. Oh, I'm pretty sure. You I don't know. Well, you know, you just... Can't trust the government. Okay. As <laughs> the, the dogs. But look, you know, I don't know. I, it, there, there is an ethical issue there. And the ethical issue is, do you... I mean, I don't actually think it's an ethical issue at all. I would capitalise... Wow. I would... I would if Surely my mum some... went out with Bob Dylan, I could... I'd You'd take make anything money off from, that. Oh, yeah. Surely, surely there'd be some sentimental value, though, to those letters. Well, of your recent mother's passing... You find letters. You might keep one or two by Bob Dylan. One or two, but hey. Well, how many letters did this guy write? Oh, like heaps. Like if you type it up, oh. bro, there was like a he stack. was King Shagger, was he? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, he's a proper right. simp. Like okay, he, right. he, okay. he's, he's just, he's just, yeah. It was, it was a stack. Yeah, so okay. they've been writing to each other for a fair while. Yeah. But you know, I mean, now in the days of letters, I've never written to someone. Properly. Oh, I did have a pen pal. I had a pen pal as well. Yeah. Where was where'd your pen pal come? Somewhere in Europe. I Same. Don't know. Yeah. Theo, my pen pal. He was. He's probably listening right now. Hello, I doubt Theo. it. I get Theo, her, but I honestly just never wanted to write to him because yeah. I was just I just couldn't be asked. I was like 10, 11. I mean, pen pals just send an email. Yeah. Right. Or a DM. Yeah, like I don't understand. Yes. I mean, back then, you know, you didn't have much choice in terms of how to contact someone overseas. No. But nowadays, what's the point of pen pals? Just send an email. When was the last letter you sent? Oh, I sent my uh, mail-in vote yesterday. Yesterday? Before then? Oh, several, several years. Maybe, maybe to be honest, it was like my letter to Santa, probably. I don't know. Mm, I don't think I've sent a letter for... I haven't sent a letter for a long time. Do you reckon post is going to become obsolete at some... I can't, because people are online shopping. Stage of the future? No, but as in, like, letters and stuff. I think it already is obsolete. Who uses it? You don't get... The only thing I get in the mail is bills Mm. and statements. But then... Yeah. And that's it. Same. No, I'm not getting any nice letters from any of the listeners. If you're a listener out there and you want to send a letter... Okay, how come the statements or the bills can't come... um, you know, via the, via the electronic system of me. Well, that's the thing. You just elect that, and then you don't kill the trees as much. Yeah, of course. You know, the so, trees. Yeah. The trees. We've got to protect those yeah. trees. So that's why I... Well, look, you know, I don't really want to be cutting down trees, and I think... Well, so should should we get rid of mail? That's the question. But packages you will still need at some stage because of, you know, online sort of shopping and stuff. Mm. I think that's out of the question. So there will be some form of 
d- delivery mm. still operational. But actual mail, actual getting letters and stuff, uh-huh. it, how long is that going to last? I don't know. Neither. Anyway, so uh, Bob Dylan, he uh, he's written some good songs. He has. Um, apparently, apparently seeing him live is actually not that good. Really? Well, because he doesn't care. Well, I mean, if you've been in the spotlight for what, how many years now? 60 years? His whole life. He probably has stopped caring, you know, sort of at this stage. But I'm sure I'm sure if you saw him in the 70s or the 80s, I'm sure he, he, he showed a bit of... Well, there was that, like, he played the electric guitar. At a, I mean, I think maybe that's his thing, is is to not be liked at performing. like Because he did that performance where he was at a folk festival and played an electric guitar at a folk festival and all the folk people had an absolute conniption. Mm. Yeah, but it's Bob Dylan, so it's like, well, deal with it. You know, what are you going to do, like? Come on, this guy's got a Nobel Peace Prize. In fact, oh. that was honestly that that was apparently a bit controversial because no one's ever won a Peace Prize for literature. Oh no, no, no! I don't actually know why it was controversial, but well, so what was his literature? Was it his well, songs? his songs? Not his love letters. No, no, I don't think they got a Nobel Peace Prize. Imagine that if 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 we read his love letters and they were so well written that he won the Nobel Prize for it. Mm. And, well, and then he's, and then, I don't know what happened, but obviously, because I think he's been married a few times, old Bob, yeah. as you would when you're, uh, a lot of them are, are very similar like that. Look, he's been married twice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but both, his, so look, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe his love letters were not, I don't know. I, I'd actually be interested to read what they had in them. Well, can you? Well, look, I'm going to find it out because surely someone scanned them and just whacked up some PDFs online and then printed the, you could just print them out and yeah, and then make some you know fake copies or something. I think uh, the the I think okay here it says that a Portuguese bookshop bought them right okay and so obviously the daughter found them right but there's there's like 42 handwritten love letters. 42 yeah 42 separate instances of him writing a letter to this girl yeah what a simp jeez man knows what's up he's got full 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 letters here but the poems he wrote poems as well poems Mm. sold for almost 250,000 USD which is like so he's done poems to this chick as well uh no oh but you know no this is probably to someone else then. But when did he get famous? Was he very old when he got... He wasn't very old. No, no. No, he was young. Like back in the 60s. Mm. Yeah. He was... Uh, he was... Uh, knocking on heaven's door. Uh, <laughs> sung by... Well, look, Axel oh, Rose sang that pretty good. Yeah. Um, but no, look. So, I don't know. Would you pay a million dollars for a set of... Bob Dylan's... Letters? No. You wouldn't? No, that's stupid. It's just a piece of paper. Ha- hang on. How can you prove that it's that it's Bob Dylan's? Though? He signed it. Okay, I can sign it with his signature as well, probably, if I learn how to do his signature. Yeah, but there was 42 of them, and they're all dated, and with the correct postage stamps, and everything was in order perfectly. Okay. Fine. Maybe she faked it. But I still think that's... I th- that's still possible to fake. <laughs> 
Do you know, it, it just just think about it though. That that lady is just a random mm. granny. Mm. Like, do you know any random people who have connections to very famous people? Not really. Hmm. Um, you know Eric Banner? Yeah. I know some people who who know Eric Banner. That's cool. I went to school with some people... Sorry. Yeah, well, I went to school with some kids who went to school with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Um, but that's like... Because they, they moved schools and Chris yeah. Hemsworth and Liam Hemsworth went to their school. Yeah. Uh, Have you got any other sort of like lame claims to fame? Yeah, you know Archie Thompson? Yeah, I love Archie Thompson. Uh, he was at a family reunion once of mine because he was related to us through marriage. Oh, really? Yeah. And he came to one of your like, reunions? I'm pretty sure. I'm, I th- there was chat of it. I wasn't there, but I know that he was a part of the family through, like, indirectly a part yeah. of the family. Who else? I know someone. God, I miss Archie Thompson. Oh, what a legend. Um, Honestly, just come back and <laughs> help us this year, please. I know someone who who's mother was proposed to by David Attenborough and she said no. Gee. Yeah. That was a stitch up. Wasn't he a hunk when he was younger though? Yeah, he was a hunk, but he probably say no to that. Well, a man was travelling off to Africa. Like, you know Yeah and he then... wasn't much of a family man. He was busy like looking at giraffes and well, yeah, but baboons no. and No, but you could just go with him. Yeah. Oh my god! Look at this. He was a hunk. Look was at he this. Really, okay, Look okay, at this. okay. Uh, what's his name? David Attenborough. David Attenborough. He, oh my goodness! Gonna make me act up. <laughs> Getting a bit sweaty in it, Dom. Jesus! No. Oh my days! He's a good-looking chap, Whoa. and he gets shut down by this woman. Bro, he is a good-looking fella. Oh, he's a bit scrawny. Nah, 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 he's well built. If he needs to go out to the jungle to, you know, talk about some some insects, I reckon he's, you know, he's got the man's man's got actually some, got some killer calves. I that's reckon. like Prince Philip. He was one good-looking fella as a young bloke. Like he was, and that's hard to tell when you would have seen him recently. Yeah, he looked like the the living corpse. <laughs> well, he was a good-looking fella. He looked like son, he. He looked like he was knocking on heaven's door. He, well, indeed, he was actually knock, knocking, knock, on heaven's. knocking on heaven's <laughs> door. And Prince William, yes, man, he was good looking. So was Harry. I mean, Balding they still are. You know, Balding didn't do Prince William any good though. Yeah, although it's you know it suits him. He's got a nice shiny head. I reckon. Also, the, you know, that so it fits the crown on it. Oh, we haven't really talked. No one's really talked about the royals for a fair while since since the the death of the queen. Exactly, because no one cares. Yeah, well, there you go. It's true. Yep, it is true. You've heard it here first. No one cares about the royals. And, and you know, I mean, do I care about Bob Dylan's letters? I mean, I do. But, you know, I wouldn't... Not, not, I just I'll, wish that I had them so I could make... A million dollars. I wouldn't pay a million dollars for them. I don't care no. about them that much. I'd pay maybe 30. 30 million? No, 30 dollars. That's about my highest price, I reckon, for that one. Uh, yeah, no. But uh, to be fair, they are valued correctly. Like, that makes sense. A million dollars for 45 sure. of his letters or whatever. But anyway, you know, like, you just need to... You just need to... If you are such a big fan of Bob Dylan, then mm. then save up mm-hmm. and, then, and then get the letters. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Well, you know, that's, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, we're going to end it there. We are. 
it's been a shambolic episode but we're gonna call up there thank you for listening we're gonna keep on life keep on keeping on keep on keeping on and uh like a rolling stone like a, yes indeed yes well thank you for listening we'll see you next week yep. on three corners wednesday night wednesday night eight o'clock stay stay up to date indeed we need a catch line for our show what would it be? It'd be three corners. Stay tuned. Stay. Stay tuned. Is pretty stay original. Stay informed. Stay tuned. Informed and 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 sexy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here on three corners. Good night. See ya.